Legacy Wings announced for the WWE Hall of Fame. Reno Scum announces their impact departure. And I take you through my predictions for tonight and tomorrow night. The NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. I'm Jaden Becker and this is the Daily DDT Podcast. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite platforms for your morning drive, lunch break, or whenever you need your wrestling fix. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at DailyDDT.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Jaden Becker TV. Let's get right into our news. Legacy Wings announced for the WWE Hall of Fame classes of 2020 and 2021. This came from yesterday's uh, WWE Hall of Fame. They were announced there. WWE first introduced the Legacy Wing of the Hall of Fame in 2016. Inductees into this wing are from various eras of pro wrestling going back into the earliest 20th century so you really get that uh that old time feel and honoring some people that deserve to be honored uh for a multitude of reasons and obviously what they're able to do in the ring and their impact going forward just might not be recognized in the sense of the uh casual fan or the the average fan as a hall of famer the class of 2020 uh, includes ray the crippler stevens Brickhouse Brown, Dr. Death Stephen Williams, Baron Michelle Leone, and Gary Hart. Class of 2021 includes Dick the Bruiser, Pez Watley, Buzz Sawyer, Ethel Johnson, and Paul Bosch. Uh, congratulations on the well-deserved recognition. Reno Scum announces Impact departure. Reno Scum joined Impact during the Globe Force Wrestling merger in 2017. They made their Impact Wrestling debut in March 2017 through... At that point, they uh, were back and forth to Impact in 2019. Reno Scum returned to Impact. Their last match was on March 13th uh, of an episode of Impact Wrestling where they were defeated by Black Taurus and Crazy Steve. In a tweet, Adam Thornstone of, of Reno Scum stated, Again, nothing but thankful to everyone there. It's hard to put it into words, but please know... There is nothing but love, quote-unquote. So, uh, not in a bad way. That's just me ending the quote there. But, uh, yeah, Reno Scrum no longer with Impact Wrestling. Uh, are they a good enough talent to make it to NXT or AEW? Uh, that, that is a question to be answered in the future. But uh, as it stands, Reno Scrum no longer with Impact. We're going to get right into my predictions for night one and night two of nxt takeover stand and deliver but before we get into that let's thank our sponsor manscaped who's the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience manscaped is trusted by over two million men worldwide manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever the lawnmower 3.0 their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce Grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That is FANSIDE20, all caps, at manscaped.com at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. 
All right, let's start things off strong. Uh, starting off with NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 1. After the break, I will be doing NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2. Good way to break things up there, I figure. Not just splitting things up championship-wise. You know, if you have two nights there, I could split things up with. And let's think, start things off strong as well uh, with the match here. NXT Tag Team Championships. A vacant NXT Tag Team Championship at that. Uh, with Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan being, I wouldn't say stripped of the titles, but having their titles taken off off of them and when uh, stripped is, is a strong word uh, that not, I don't like to use so often but because of uh, Birch's injury uh, they had the belts taken off of them and now vacant title here at uh, Stand and Deliver going to be MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma and I have the Grizzled Young Veterans here coming out on top, winning the NXT Tag Team Championships. Uh, another caveat I have here is that the Grizzled Young Veterans pin Legato del Fantasma to win, and MSK and Grizzled Young Veterans down the line go team against team uh, for the championships. And I think that's, that's a way that they can roll it moving forward. Uh, MSK, uh, are they ready to hold on to the NXT Tag Team Championship? Sure. Uh, yeah, they, they can definitely do it here, but I think the Grizzly Young Veterans have a better opportunity to tell a longer and more uh, telling story waiting for Danny Burch and Oli Lorcan to come back into the fold, uh, having a good back and forth with MSK and uh, the GYV, as a lot of people like to call them as well. So I'm going to go with Grizzly Young Veterans here. If MSK wins here, I'm not going to be uh, too, too surprised. If Legado del Fantasma wins here, I'll be very surprised at that. Uh, but the Grizzly Young Veterans here for my pick there. Uh, moving on, Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Squerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus LA Knight. This is a gauntlet match for the North American uh, title shot. Uh, for night two, the, the winner of this will be facing Johnny Gargano on night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And I had Dexter Loomis here winning this one. Uh, everyone in this match definitely has an opportunity. I wouldn't say everyone. Maybe not Bronson Reed and maybe not LA Knight. Even though LA Knight is the last one and maybe not uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott. And that's why I feel here that there's a couple names that uh, they do stand an opportunity. Definitely Cameron Grimes has a shot. Uh, Leon Ruff could find himself back into a conversation, even though Swerve Scott, uh, given that they're going one-on-one -on -one in the beginning, makes me believe that one of the two at least has a chance, uh, even though we already see Leon Ruff with the title. And uh, LA Knight, I feel like it might be too soon for him. I feel like it might be too soon. Dexter Loomis has been riding a wave going towards this NXT North American Championship for a long time now, for quite like way early in, in the COVID era of, of pro wrestling. I believe like back in, in April, in May, we saw Dexter Loomis make a big splash in NXT and now finally finding himself in the ripe opportunity for him to win it here. I'm going with Dexter Loomis. I feel like he'll be able to go through uh, at least one person as he will be the fifth entrant into this gauntlet match. And for him to get past LA Knight makes him look pretty strong as well, given that they built up LA Knight pretty strong in this build towards NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver as well. Going with Dexter Loomis here, you'll find out who I think will win the North American title after the break. Moving on to the NXT UK Championship match, Walter, the champion, will be facing off against Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I have Walter here, without a shadow of a doubt. I think if Walter wins this match, Walter is going to be the winner of this match. Why? Because Walter, on night two of NXT, uh, I'm not really night two, in, in NXT UK Prelude, which will be Thursday, uh, he is going to be facing off against Rampage Brown at NXT Prelude. So, making it a little bit odd that they have a, a title match here on Wednesday and then a title match on Thursday. Both uh, 
Walter being involved in both of those, so sort of gave away the ending there, but I'm expecting a fantastic match, given that we know Walter can put on five-star matches, as we've seen, and definitely so can Tommaso Ciampa, so these two together, uh, Tommaso Ciampa better get his chest ready for some strong chops. I wonder how, how strong these chops are going to be, as we are once again introducing Walter to an American audience i'm very excited for this match uh, this match definitely could be a 20 minute classic or they can turn it around on us and make it a five minute stomper with walter being the dominant force but i don't think champa would want to do that in that case and i don't think triple h would want to do that in that case either in the main event of nxt takeover stand and deliver night one we had the nxt women's championship io shirai versus raquel gonzalez this is a 50 50 toss up for me if you flip a coin Whatever it lands on, you're betting here. Uh, I flipped the coin and we've landed on Io Shirai. If I flipped the coin a couple more times, I might have gotten Raquel Gonzalez. That, that's how close I think this match is going to be. And that, in my head, that's how close uh, this rivalry has been between Shirai and Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez has looked really strong ever since War Games, even prior to War Games, especially after pinning Io Shirai at War Games. And now she finally has that one-on-one -on -one opportunity against Io Shirai. Yeshirai uh, definitely can lose this match. There's a really good chance that she loses this match, but I'm going with Shirai here only because I'm giving her the championship advantage at this point. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez is a fantastic talent. I just think it might be a little bit too soon for her. A little bit too soon. There's there's no such thing as a, in a mid card for uh, Raquel Gonzalez, even though she that mid card might have been the tag team championships that they technically won after the Dusty Cup. So is she ready? Uh, but yeah, she probably is ready for the NXT Women's Championship, but. It really is a 50-50 shot here. I'm taking a shot in the dark, close my eyes, and I'm going with Io Shirai. But if Raquel Gonzalez wins here as well, I, I could definitely see it happening. There's, there's no question. This match can go both ways. Both ways. Be prepared for that because it definitely has a chance for Shirai to win. Definitely has a chance for Gonzalez to win. Gonzalez has uh, been built up really strong, but Shirai, obviously the champion coming into this one, has proved a lot of people wrong on her run. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back... NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2, I give you my predictions for Thursday night. So stick with us right here on the Daily DDT Podcast. On this day in pro wrestling history, on April 7th, 1986, WWF presented WrestleMania 2 from the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Uniondale, New York, the Rosemont Horizon in Rosemont, Illinois, and the Los Angeles Memorial Sport Arena in Los Angeles, California. Yes, three venues for one WrestleMania. This was the first WrestleMania to be made available to a national pay-per-view audience. It was also the first, and to this day, the only WrestleMania to air any other night than a Sunday, uh, which I believe it was aired on a Monday, this WrestleMania, and it's also the only WrestleMania to take place at, from multiple venues. I don't think they'll ever do that again, uh, given the fact that, even though it's definitely way more possible now to do that, like, to think about the feat of, of strength it took to do that then in 1986, you know, to hold a, a one show from multiple venues at the same time. That's huge in 1986. Now, I think you can do that no problem. People, we see television shows do that all the time. Just now, uh, it makes no sense. You're not going to sell out an arena if you 
put on one third of the card there. You've got to put on the whole card there if you're going to want to sell out arena. I know we're talking about a WrestleMania here, but it's a little bit of a different story. But uh, they definitely made it possible in 1986, and uh, good, good for good for the WWF Den. Uh, best known for Mr. T defeating Roddy Roddy Piper by disqualification in a boxing match when Piper body slammed Mr. T a minute and 15 seconds into the fourth round uh, another good match from this wrestlemania well it's hard to argue that 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 mr t match was a good match given that it was a boxing match in a professional wrestling show uh, the british bulldog uh bulldogs uh, david boy smith and dynamite kid defeated the dream team of brutus beefcake and greg valentine to win the wwf tag team championships and hulk hogan defeated king kong bundy by escaping a steel cage to retain the wwf championship uh, actor Robert Conrad was a special guest referee for that match. On April 7, 2013, WWE presented WrestleMania 29 from MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Best known for Fandango defeating Chris Jericho. This is Fandango's first ever match in the WWE, making his debut. Alberto Del Rio defeating Jack Swagger to retain the World Heavyweight Championship, the big gold belt. This would be the final World Heavyweight Championship match in WrestleMania history as the championship was unified with the WWE Championship later in the year. The Undertaker defeated CM Punk in a fantastic match in the last match of Undertaker's, uh, last winning match of Undertaker's streak, may I say. And John Cena defeated The Rock to win the WWE Championship. Uh, once in a lifetime match that was actually a twice in a lifetime match, given that uh, the match happened at WrestleMania 28 and now at WrestleMania 29. Let's move on to NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver Night 2. Let's start off strong with the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gargano taking on To Be Determined. Uh, I'm going to say here, I have Dexter Loomis in this case, and I think Dexter Loomis wins this match. Gargano doesn't need the belt to be over, in my opinion. I think he's really strong with it. I think he's it might be even stronger without it, it might be fair to argue. It can go either way with it because I feel like North American Championship might restrict you in some way, shape, or form, given that you always have to be in the title picture and never in, in a feuding situation. But here, uh, without the belt, I feel like it might help Gargano. I know it might sound weird taking a belt off somebody helps them, but I feel like it could in in, in his sense and with the North American Championship. And to help put Loomis over as well could be really nice. But if it's anyone other than Loomis, I think Gargano probably retains. I don't think LA Knight can do it. I don't think Ruff can do it. I don't think uh, Cameron Grimes probably has the best shot out of everybody else in that match besides Lewis, who I think is going to win. But uh, I'm putting a lot involved here because like it's a double leg parlay for I need Loomis to win not only the gauntlet but now I also need him to win the championship as well. So uh, not probably not a good bet. And once again, don't gamble on pro wrestling. But uh, that that is my legs I'm rolling with there for uh, NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver. Moving on to the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon, the champions, taking on the way. And I'm going to have Blackheart and Moon here win this one. Uh, I don't think they bounce around this NXT Women's Tag Team Championship too much early on. We already seen Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai hold it, and then they lost it two hours later after they 
after they got the belts from William Regal at uh, an episode of NXT, and then going on to Blackheart and Moon, if they move it over to the way now of Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae, I feel like we're moving around this belt a little bit too much in, in this division, and uh, if keeping an established figurehead of that being uh, Blackheart and Moon, I feel like would be a better way to best serve NXT and the NXT Women's Tag Team Division, but uh, I want to see what NXT does with this Women's Tag Team Division and prove WWE wrong of saying, hey, we can do this Tag Team Division better than you can do it, you know, that that's been something that we've been thinking about for a really, really long time for the WWE, how are they going to be able to handle this Women's Division and this Women's Tag Team Division, I told myself I wasn't going to talk about it, told myself I wasn't going to talk about it after Marinia, but I keep on catching myself, keep on catching myself. Next match, NXT Cruiserweight Championship, Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin going one-on-one in a ladder match to find out who is the real NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Santos Escobar and Jordan Devlin. Both are champions coming into this one. I would love to see both championships be held above the ring. Jordan Devlin has been defending the NXT Cruiserweight Championship in NXT UK, while Santos Escobar has been carrying the NXT Cruiserweight division in the United States. Now, finally be able to go one-on-one in a ladder match built up in the best way possible with Shawn Michaels coming out and pulling a ladder from underneath the ring and tossing into the middle of the ring, signifying that this will be a ladder match. Uh, I thought this was a great callback to Shawn Michaels' match against Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10 where they had to unify the Intercontinental Championships and Razor Ramon coming out on top there. In this one, I'm going with Jordan Devlin. I think he's definitely deserving of continuing his run of NXT Cruiserweight Champion. We've already seen Santos Escobar in the States with this belt. We've also seen Jordan Devlin in NXT UK, but what gets more viewership? Obviously, NXT in the States. So NXT UK, going to get some love here, and Jordan Devlin finally going to be able to have his true run on what you would call the the stateside NXT and uh, finally we get to see Jordan Devlin do some great things with some great talent uh, not like there's a, that's not great talent over there in NXT UK they're just kind of running out of talent in NXT UK for him to face at this point they had him going against a guy that was over 300 pounds for <laughs> for a cruiserweight match so I thought that was hilarious but Let's get Jordan Devlin some work here in the cruiserweight division here in the States. Really fun to see him. And uh, nothing gets Escobar. I think he's really, really great. He did a fantastic job. And uh, I recognize him as a as the NXT cruiserweight champion here stateside. And uh, for him to lose here does not knock him in any way, shape, or form. It's just now he had his year, Escobar. And now it's for Devlin to have his time. And I'm sure Escobar will be back in the sunlight at one point as well. But uh, now, now it's Devlin's time. Now it's Devlin's time. Escobar had his time in the sun. Now it's time for Devlin. Moving on to our co-main events of night two. Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly in an unsanctioned match. This match comes after uh, the Undisputed Era breaking up. And now finally going to have some uh, controversy here. And maybe not the controversy is not the best word, but finally have some some fighting here for an actual matchup, which would be nice to see instead of just Roderick Strong running around in the mid card, just extremely conflicted. Finally going to have some good headbutting here between Cole and O'Reilly. I'm going with Cole here to pick up the win. Uh, not knocking O'Reilly, I think he's going to have his time in the sun, much like how Santos Escobar will have his time in the sun once again later. I think Kyle O'Reilly has put on some great matches already. Uh, we've already seen him put on some great stuff with Finn Balor, and we put. Uh, 
you know the the past few matches that that he had with him for the NXT Championship. Uh, we've seen what Kyle O'Reilly can do, and we've also seen what Adam Cole can do. These two one on one, it's a tough pick. It really is. But I think if you want to establish who is the dominant force here early, you establish that with Adam Cole saying that hey, he picked up the first win, and the next time that they have a match, which there will be a next time they have a match, uh, this I think this feud is going to last all the way up until uh, through the summer, and at least until Fish comes back at some point. Uh, I'm going to say Adam Cole will pick up this win. Kyle O'Reilly will pick up another win somewhere down the line. Then they'll have a final blow-off rubber match. And uh, Adam Cole hopefully moves on to uh, Roderick Strong somewhere down the line. Or uh, even Kyle O'Reilly somewhere down the line as well uh, for Roderick Strong. And then Fish got to get involved somewhere, but he's he still hurts. But I, I'm, gi- I'm giving this one to Cole here. Uh, but uh, once again, this is going to be a close one. Moving on to the NXT Championship match. Finn Balor, the champion, taking on the singles match undefeated, Karrion Cross. Oh boy, Karrion Cross, Finn Balor, the match that we've been waiting for for quite some time. Karrion Cross making his return, I believe, a month and a half back now, and we we had to wonder what was going to happen with Karrion Cross and his return, because when he did return, he was not really that prominent in the NXT Championship or title picture. Uh, he found himself involved in the Cruiserweight title picture with uh, Santos Escobar, them having a uh, blow-off brawl, and Karrion uh, Cross ended up beating Santos Escobar, but beating him in a non-title match, knowing that Jordan Devlin was going to make his way uh, towards stateside. So Karrion Cross now finally, finally back in the NXT Championship title picture, trying to win back a championship that he never lost, had to vacate it after... Uh, injury to his uh, shoulder, I believe. So now, who's going to come out of NXT TakeOver, stand and deliver the champion? Survey says for me, I'm going with Karrion Cross here. Finn Balor has done a great job with his NXT championship, but Karrion Cross's time is now. Uh, to come into NXT and be such an amazing figure, to be a person that we haven't really seen in NXT in quite some time, so this Mystique-esque figure... Uh, in Karrion Cross and a person that cuts a fantastic promo, that has a fantastic entrance. And uh, I'm not saying Finn Balor doesn't do that. I'm just saying that, once again, I think we're, we're moving into a new era of NXT. And Karrion Cross, he was never supposed to lose this title. He, this title was never supposed to come off him. He beat Keith Lee for it. And the only reason he had to drop it is because he was legitimately injured. Now that he's back, I think he's back to claim his title. And, had, and not like he came back and just won the match right away and that's not how he was booked he was built up to this match to make him look as strong as possible for this match and he does look really strong going with Karrion Cross here to win the NXT championship ending night two of NXT TakeOver stand and deliver with him standing tall with the championship where he rightfully deserves to be after his injury and now his return Looking on to our next episode of the Daily DDT Podcast, what will we be talking about? Well, the final iteration of the Wednesday Night Wars. If you want to call that to be last week, I won't uh, deny you for that, given that it was a, a fair contest. It was it was NXT versus AEW, not NXT TakeOver versus AEW. But we will see NXT TakeOver stand and deliver night one and AEW go at it tonight. Uh, Darby Allin and JD Drake for the TNT Championship on AEW, Jurassic Express versus Bear Country, Ty Conti versus The Bunny, and John Moxley, and the Young Bucks taking on Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Also, Mike Tyson will be on AEW. 
pulling out all the stops trying to beat NXT TakeOver in the ratings. Don't be surprised if AEW beats NXT TakeOver in the ratings. Uh, they are trying their best as they're, they're trying to counterbook here, something that NXT had to do for quite some time. And now AEW finally on their heels. It seems like, oh no, AEW on their heels, even though the Wednesday Night Wars are over with AEW as the victor. And uh, a little sad to see the Wednesday Night Wars being over, but moving past the COVID era of professional wrestling, moving on to hopefully something much greater, much bigger for professional wrestling as a whole, as the professional wrestling schedule gets completely shifted, uh, moving NXT to Tuesdays, moving Impact to Thursdays, a wild world we live in. And uh, I'll be there with you as we head closer and closer to WrestleMania coming up this Saturday and Sunday. Very, very exciting. That's all from me. Remember to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code FANSIDED20, all caps, at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite providers. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at dailyddt.com. And if you want want to hear more from me give me a follow on twitter and instagram at jaden becker tv i'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the daily ddt podcast